0: Today, dear friends, from the International Gospel Hour, we turn back the clock in our Are You Listening Again? series as we talk about the Bible doctrine of death. Friends, stay with us. God's guide and direction from His Word on this subject is worthy for us to consider today from the International Gospel Hour.
1: Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ.
0: Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. We welcome you to our program today and are very grateful for you listening. We trust you will be with us for the next few broadcasts as we plan an exhaustive study into the general theme of the Bible Doctrine of Death. I plan to divide our study of this topic into four areas of thought. What is death will be first. Then will come a discussion of how men die. The last two areas will be the death of the unrighteous and the death of the righteous. My friends, death is a subject of much gravity and deep solemnity. The Bible connects death with the judgment to follow. The inspired penman of Hebrews wrote, And inasmuch as it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this cometh judgment. Hebrews 9.27 Death is even more solemn and sobering when connected with that final judgment. Paul, in the great resurrection chapter of the New Testament, 1 Corinthians 15, affirms that death will be the last enemy that will be destroyed, verse 26. My friends, the Bible teaches that subsequent to death there will be no further preparation, no other opportunities for obeying the gospel, cultivating Christian character, and winning the loss to Christ will be presented beyond that mysterious curtain known as death. As death truly finds each of us, so shall we surely stand in that just judgment before that great judge of the quick and the dead. Since death ends our period of preparation, it is wise for us to know what the Bible teaches relative to this coming experience, that none will escape, save those alive at the second, at the second rather, coming of our Savior. Hezekiah was an eminent king of Judah, or the southern kingdom. The prophet Isaiah told him in Isaiah 38, verse 1, to set his house in order, for he would die and not live. We have already alluded to the fact that death comes and is followed by the judgment, Hebrews 9:27. Paul wrote to the saints at Rome, therefore, as through one man sin entered into the world, and death through sin, and so death passed unto all men, for that all sinned, Romans 5, 12. To the Corinthians about the same time he wrote for since by man came death by man came also the resurrection of the dead for as in adam all die so also in christ shall all be made alive 1 corinthians 15:21-22 Beloved i trust you will not think it strange or out of place for me to speak to you relative to death it is true from one aspect that i am a living person talking to living men and women living boys and girls Yet, in another real and striking moment or sense, I am a dying person speaking to dying humanity. This startling statement is true whether the hand that turned on this program today be young or old, strong, or infirmed. Rapid indeed is the journey of the newborn infant from the warm cradle to the cold grave reserved for the dying. Ladies and gentlemen, are you listening? A great preacher of the past used to remind many of his great audiences that man is a rapid traveler upon the road leading to the grave and to eternity. I have conducted funerals for the newborn infant all the way to the very aged. So have other preachers. No age is immune to the curtain or the certain coming of the grim reaper. The pale horse and his rider death take a heavy toll from each age group. Death or rather death, definitely does not follow a strict chronological schedule, as did Governor Joseph did in his uh, seating or teaching of his physical brethren at an Egyptian banquet table. In Genesis 43, verse 33, the penman of the Pentateuch wrote, And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his birthright. The men marveled or were amazed one with another. You see, death does not always strike the aged first and the youth last. Let us recall a story of an aging father beside the casket containing the mortal, re- the mortal remains of his young son, who had been killed in a tragic automobile accident. He remarked to someone standing nearby, My race is nearly run. His was just beginning. I wish I could have been in that car instead of him. And many who listen to this program today know exactly how that saddened father felt. Everyday experiences and the inspiration of the Bible combine their testimony in telling us of death's stark reality. The newspaper obituaries are printed with the same sobering regularity as are the headlines portraying the latest noteworthy news. The funeral processions are observed so frequently throughout our land. Any closely knit family stands as a daily prospect to receive the death call at any hour of the day or night. Cemeteries throughout the world are expanding daily due to the many each day who answer the final call of nature. The number of those cremated has and will grow substantially. All of these present reminders continue to tell us of humanity's sure journey toward meeting this final debt of nature. The grim reaper never takes a vacation. He never takes a breather. God's book also treats the theme of death with realistic clarity. The roll call of humanity's oldest citizens is graphically portrayed in Genesis 5. Methuselah, Jared, Adam, Seth, Canaan, and Enos each lived beyond the 9th century mark. Lamech, the father of Noah, died just a few years short of the 800 mark. Mahaleliel lived to within five years of the 900 mark, but... There is an expression that occurs repeatedly and with ascending emphasis in this great chapter of human longevity. My friends, I say to each of you, are you listening? That expression is, and he died. Except for Enoch of the patriarchal age and Elijah of the mosaic economy, this expression accurately forms the epitaph that could be inscribed upon every person's tombstone. And he died. If Jesus delays his second coming for just a few more years, the hand of time will chronicle this same somber expression over the earthly remains of both speaker and listener alike. My friends, has it occurred to you in our study today that the moving finger of time could inscribe the words, and he or she died, before the completion of this program today? That is just how close death is to both speaker and listener alike. I have no assurance at all that I will finish this day's program still in the land of the living. Nor you have assurance or you have no assurance at all that you will still be in the land of the living at the completion of our study today. David, one of the great men of the Old Testament, gave utterance to the solemn declaration, And David sware moreover, and said, Thy father knoweth well that I have found favor in thine eyes, and he saith, Let not Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly as Jehovah liveth, and as thy soul liveth, there is but a step between me and death. 1 Samuel 20, verse 3. That statement is true with all of us, regardless of how young we may be, or how sturdy may be our health. The step between life and death is a short one, a sure one, an uncertain one, since we do not know when we will be making it, a lonely one as far as human comradeship is concerned, and one around which are wrapped many mysteries. My friends, with life so uncertain and death so sure, may I ask if you are a Christian? Are you ready to meet your Maker in the hour of death? If you are not prepared, may we urge you to think seriously about obeying the gospel this very day? You need to become obedient to the Lord's command to hear His word, believe in His deity, repent of all your sins, confess your faith in Him, and be immersed for the remission of your sins. If you were once a Christian but have forsaken your first love, will you not repent, confess your wrongs, and be restored through prayer to the Father above? Friends, you may have questions, or you may wish to study further in light of our study today. Our free Bible courses are always available. And here is our J-Webb with further information.
1: Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers, for free, a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God.
0: Dear friends, we are grateful, and we have just shared with you lesson number one of a series called The Bible Doctrine of Death, and this is part of our Are You Listening Again series. Let me give you just a little background. Our first speaker of the International Gospel Hour was V.E. Howard, and he was our speaker for 60 years. From the mid-70s to the mid-80s, Brother Robert R. Taylor, Jr., the longtime evangelist for the Ripley, Tennessee Church of Christ, Wrote material for Brother Howard. And through the graciousness of Brother Taylor, we at International Gospel Hour have secured a great number of these lessons. These are treasures indeed, and we will be using these lessons from time to time in what we call, Are You Listening Again? series. This material has not been presented in over 40 years, but its truths are still as vital and as real today. So we do appreciate you tuning in and listening to us And we will continue these thoughts in our next broadcast. Again, our broadcasts are available from our website at internationalgospelhour.com. If there are any broadcasts that you may miss on a certain series or subject, please reach out to us, and we will help you track those down and to give you that link and to make them available to you the best that we can. It is good to have you with us today, and I really appreciate you joining us for our study and for our J. Webb and his kind words as well. And with that being said, we will continue our studies together another time. Again, friends, thanks for joining me today here on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and please keep listening. God be with you, still
1: be Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way.